0: Fragmented from time and reality, a party of adventurers eternally wander the remnants of a broken realm, aided by an extra-dimensional being known only as the Entity. They are tasked with delving through various worlds, taking on peculiar roles and quests, all to find the heart of France, the only artifact capable of returning them home. These all the tales from the nexus
1: all right welcome back to the nexus everybody it's been a minute Woo-hoo. nexus blast Cheers, let's get the clinkies out of the way mm. Clinkies all around um, uh. We should go ahead and pour one out For our uh, fallen comrade uh, TJ is, unfortunately He has to work tonight He is a, uh, a working man And so, uh, pour one out to TJ But um, he's definitely not you know, He'll be back in future next episodes for sure Tonight on deck We have uh, DM Elliot Hello uh, You might remember Elliot from um, From stuff from uh, Pirate Quest, as well as uh, Jen Juniper. Yes, and uh, a new character in an upcoming campaign. Yeah, Not yeah. to be discussed yet. We got Jesse. I'm going to canoe, y'all. <laughs> We're not doing Pal- <laughs> Cowboy Quest This not
2: Bullets and Bourbon tonight.
1: We got Kratzmeyer. Yo. And most importantly, we have the newest addition to Where are At Studios, Evan. Say hello, Evan. Hello, in TV land. Uh, it's not TV, but okay, brother. Um, Internet. Yeah. Some kind of tubular module. Yes, yeah, absolutely. All right. So um, we are going to be diving back into the Nexus, but real quickly, again, Evan is going to be sort of uh, in a lot more further episodes and, uh, you know, joining the main table uh, very soon. But, you know, with these different timelines, I don't want to say too much more than that. So thanks for joining us, Evan.
3: Dude. Do yes. What? yes. Well said, brother. <laughs> All right.
1: <laughs> just moving it just on. Gonna, it leaves you
3: wanting more. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, that being said, Elliot, do you want to start us off or do you want me to start us off? I'm uh, co-DM. Oh, by the way, I'm, I'm DM the villain Joel. I'm Ooh, back to DMing. Yeah. Ooh, yeah.
2: <laughs> um, if you want to start us off, that'd be great. Absolutely. Just pull us into the uh, place we're supposed to
1: be. Absolutely. And will pull us
2: into the other place we're supposed to be.
1: So. We are finally back at the Nexus, this uh, almost otherworldly uh, nebulous mansion that is sort of um, separated from itself and kind of held together via these uh, inexplicable gravitational poles, meaning that you can kind of hop from one room to another. And uh, as the, the Nexus crew, which consists of Joel Crean, the elf uh, Isabella Blackthorn, the Tiefling, uh, Arthur Crackwell, the human sorcerer, uh, J.J. Peppers, the halfling bard, and Boomba Big Arms, the goblin artificer, um, as well as the entity who is there as a black cat making sure that the party is there. Um, The mansion is slowly kind of coalescing together as the party continues to find these hearts. And as we see the party, we see a goblin. What is the goblin up to, Sir Jesse?
0: Uh, The goblin is... Uh, Sitting in the corner, restacking the cards that he plays with Jolkrian to a favorable winning position before he starts playing cards again.
1: Uh, Jolkrian is petting Tuvia, his cat, who is actually back in his cat form um, and not paying attention to the stacking of the cards. Probably going to lose the next game. Um, What is JJ
4: Peppers up to? JJ's writing. uh, He's sweating and he's just ripping page out. He's He's just not getting it right. And just getting frustrated, but he's he's just writing and sweating and writing.
1: We're all hanging out in the large parlor room right now, by the way, just to clarify things. People are all kind of hanging out in the same room as the Nexus uh, goes on. You never know when it's gonna hit you, and guess what? It's been a while since the Nexus has taken this party to another world, right? As you look out through the window and you see the purple and blue nebulas and the stars into another universe that you have no clue where it might lead to. What is Isabella Blackthorn up to, Sir Elliot? Uh Isabella
2: Blackthorne is sitting down at a small table with Arthur Crackwell enjoying some tea. Occasionally she uh, finishes her tea in one gulp and gets up and uh, does a few push-ups before engaging again in a tea-haven.
1: Unfortunately, you are drinking chamomile, which is a sleepy time tea, which you know what that means for Arthur Crackwell? He is probably
2: dead and fast asleep. He is fast asleep. Cannot enjoy his conversations right now.
4: Not at all. Does he still have a vice-like grip on his briefcase? Of course. Naturally. <laughs> his
1: famous, famous briefcase <laughs> and his famous turtleneck. Um, and as this crew is hanging out in this parlor for some time now, again, as galaxies and nebulas swoop past slowly, drift
4: away, Boomba, what what color was Lyndon's hair? I can't fucking remember. What? Not my guy. Uh, what the
0: hell are you talking about? I don't know. Did I even meet this man? Sorry, sorry.
2: So you guys uh, continue to have a conversation. Uh, smoke slowly fills the room. A little bit at the corners. Some of it starts to seep up from the floor and uh, at first you don't notice it. It's very light and faint, and it gets heavier and heavier as time goes on as you continue your activities. And uh, it does smell faintly of tobacco.
1: Not faintly.
2: Very heavily of tobacco. Very heavily
1: of tobacco. And it's Mm. getting real smoky.
2: It's getting super thick. So thick now. And uh, you can't see anything else. Your vision is heavily obfuscated. You could barely, if you hold out an arm in front of yourself, you can't see your hands. Uh, and all of a sudden the
1: smoke begins to uh, thin out and it lightens up. But J.J. and Boomba, you all can tell, it's happening again. Once again,
2: as, as the smoke uh, begins to lift and rise, um, it's still actually a little bit of smoke, but you find yourself uh, however you would like to be, sitting down maybe in a comfortable leather chair, uh, maybe standing up leaning against a wall, but you are in a uh, wooden office Room on the second floor of a building. It's everything has turned to grayscale. There is no color anymore. And uh, in front of you is a large desk uh, with papers kind of chaotically strewn about it. Against the wall is a, a rack just filled with varying sizes and uh, strengths of magnifying glasses. Uh, there's a door to your back if you're sitting down in one of the chairs uh, facing the desk that would has a um, pebbled glass. Uh, a detective agency's name's written backwards, so it's obviously you're inside, and it's facing the hallway. Uh, and in front of you, uh, stooping over from what might be a hangover from last night, is uh, the owner of this office building. If they would like to describe what they look like, and if you would like
3: Absolutely. You see a kind of uh, almost purple-violet-toned... Uh, uh, Let me interrupt you right there. Uh-huh. This is
1: a grayscale world, so if you want to use color as a description, go ahead, but everything is grayscale, so when me and Elliot describe anything, if we say color, you can't see that color. All
3: right, so you see a charcoal gray skinned (laughs) pointed-eared individual with slick black hair and uh, a little bit of uh, gap teeth in the front as he kind of holds his... head in his hand and, and kind of uh, hangs over a desk and you see him uh, writing uh, and fumbling with a few papers and um, it appears to be a drow and um, again a uh, w- white button-down shirt a thin tie and of uh, some slacks that, it, that he's wearing and again pointed ears and charcoal gray skin uh, might I
2: add that there is a ashtray on this desk which is filled with about 35 plus cigarette butts filled with ash, It's, it's almost comically high that he's not cleaned
3: it out at this point, and there's still a lit cigarette hanging out in there. Absolutely, yeah. As he's putting out one that's only about half smoked, just begins to like light up another one and stuff it in.
1: Might I add that there is a carafe of whiskey on his desk. A carafe? <laughs> a carafe. Yes. Mm. Um, and, um, and as this carafe of whiskey is almost out, the camera pans over to another shelf that has four more full carafe's ready to go.
3: Yes, there's a number of these carafes of whiskey, as well as uh, tin, almost like carved uh, things of, uh, packed of many things of cigarettes that say Chesterfield on them.
2: Ooh. Ooh that's actually a very nice detail. Mm-hmm. Um, is,
3: there, is there a window in this
4: office?
2: Yes, it's actually behind the desk. It's a bay window. Is
4: it is it raining? It is raining. Oh. It is very,
2: it is very, it is raining outside. <laughs> oh, oh, crap. Ask about the fog. <laughs>
4: um... J.J. will have his one hand on the wall looking out onto the rainy, uh, city. He's in a dark-colored three-piece suit with, uh, faded pinstripes, and he's got that classic, like, Borsalino hat that they used to wear. That's something uh,
1: we can all relate to and understand. And the
4: Bogart trench coat, two words I looked up for before this. (laughs) (laughs) And, um... He's just smoking a cigarette, and he takes his hat off and rubs a little bit of sweat off his forehead to his oiled hair, puts his hat back on, and looks out into the city and sighs deeply.
0: <sighs> uh,
1: Boomba, what you looking like, brother?
0: Uh, Boomba's sitting in one of the chairs. You see him finish rolling a cigarette and light it up. The glow from the light uh, shows that he has his normally exploded red hair slicked back. Uh, he's got uh, on bigger glasses than his normal tinkering glasses. Uh, it takes a long drive from the cigarette, and as he puts the the tobacco back in his pocket, you hear some crinkling, because his trench coat is actually made of aluminum foil. <laughs> and uh, you hear just a little bit of crinkling, and he's got a almost a half-assed uh, collared shirt on, white collared shirt on under that, and a tie that is not t- brought all the way up to the neck.
1: Oh my god, I'm so <laughs> glad someone nailed that detail of the tie. Mm-hmm. Loose tie. Evan, on the outside of your office there is an eye within one of those magnifying glasses that D.M. Elliot described. What is the name of the detective on the outside of the glass window? The name of the detective is Ash. Ash Carter. Detective Ash Carter. Private eye. <laughs> and as we zoom in, I believe Detective Ash Carter has a bit of a something on his mind.
3: Yes, yeah, as the drow kind of, uh, again, his head, uh, his uh, forehead kind of being held up by uh, his left hand, kind of like slumped over, thinks to himself,
5: it was another cold night in New Slate City. Or maybe it was warm, I can't remember. Not like anybody cares here. You walk down the street in this town and all you see is greed, lust, gluttony. A full house of Asmodeus's sins everywhere you look still no matter what you see who do you see or what do you feel there's one constant the fog the fog and the way that everyone is black and white here in new slate that's two things well who cares no color except except for her all i could do is sit around and think her I turned to my gumshoes and asked them, you ever wonder what other colors might be out there in the world? Color,
4: just one more thing that's not for us.
0: Also, <laughs> saw a moving image about this once, and that was in color.
5: <laughs> that sounds like quite the spectacle. Would you care to enamor me with a story of oh, its what happened?
0: Well, there's a guy like you staring out a window like that, and it was raining, and then a beautiful woman came in, and then we went on a wild. And then he we went on a wild adventure and shot at things, and there were bad guys,
4: and it was very fun.
5: Sounds like a common occurrence. I do like the story though.
4: Bad guys, you mention just to see of bad guys out there.
5: <laughs> New slate is a cake that was put in the oven too early. <laughs> <laughs> As Detective Ash Carter says this, you
2: hear a rapping on the glass pane of your detective office.
4: Might as well give it an answer. This rain's falling like dead bullets. (laughs) (laughs) Goddamn, (laughs)
5: dude. Just come in.
2: A door creaks open slowly, and walking inside is a human woman. She might be acquainted with you, Detective Carter. She's got a uh, wide brimmed black hat on. It's down a little bit, of covering her eyes. Her hair's pulled back into a tight ponytail. She's wearing a, a nice, fitted, form fitting dress. All of it is very black, but her skin is very pale. Her lips are definitely colored with some kind of lipstick, but again, you don't, you don't know what color it is.
5: Hello, Detective. Been a while since we talked. It's fine to see you, my dear. What have you come to bring me? More information? Well, not this time. This time
1: I've got a bit of a request. I see you've got some help with you now, huh?
5: Yes. Two fine individuals have named to have shown up on my doorstep. You would know this as Giovanna. Giovanna.
1: Well, hi, boys. Name's Giovanna. And what's your name?
4: My name's Boomba, how you doing? Swell, and you? I'm JJ Peppers. What's a dame like you doing with a guy like this?
1: Oh, he's not my man, sweetheart. Got some short things with you. What, a tall glass of water like you? You just want to appear even taller than you already are, huh?
5: A man can't help himself in a city like Slate. You're
1: right. Slade is getting weird. Hey, speaking of weird, I've got a favor to ask of you. Go on. Well, you see, my family, you know we're tight. You know we're small, right? We ain't got a lot to our name. Well, something that's ours, that was stolen, kind of popped back up recently. And I was wondering if you gents could find it.
5: Yes. called oh, what do you think my comrades could this be a possibility
1: <laughs> comrades you sound like a pinko
5: No, <laughs> oh, yes <laughs> there is no red here besides what you have brought my dear speaking of
1: red i need you to find what they call the rose heart
4: rose heart jj's ears perk up the rose heart yeah. Giovanna, tell us more yes tell would. us everything
1: Well, it's a rose heart. I don't know what else to say. It was in my family for generations. And it was stolen many years ago, and it seems to have just resurfaced and... Well... I don't know too much more. I always go to, uh... Mr. Carter over here when I have problems. Don't worry, man. We'll just steal it back. There you go. I like- I like the cut of your jib. You're kinda cute. Jeez.
0: Did you hear the crinkle of his trench coat? I'm <laughs> <laughs> gross.
1: So, you'll take the case, detective?
5: Yes, this sounds quite intriguing. It was taken from your abode, yes?
1: Well, like I said, many years ago. Now, I've heard rumors that it could be in, you know, the normal places... Uh, Detective Carter, but it could be a a lot of different places in New Slate. As you said, it's not such a great city, but I've heard rumors that people have been talking about a couple different places. It could be, you know, a couple of blokes down at Bad Guys Bar. You've been there before.
5: Yes, Bad Guys.
1: And of course, like everything else in the city, everything goes through the docks. (laughs) But... I've also heard about this rumor of a guy in the back alley, a doctor. Don't know if you know about him, but he's in some back alley. He seems to know some stuff. And finally, I don't know,
5: I heard about some blokes over in Pivotal Park. This mysterious doctor. What, pray tell, alley could he be found in?
1: Snakeway alley.
4: A snakeway. Ivana, we love rumors, especially in New Slate. Thank you so much for the starting point.
1: You don't want to ask about any of them in particular? You just want to go with that loose bit of information right there?
4: I'm glad you're so forthcoming.
1: Of course. I I just want my my family's heirloom back.
4: Oh, I'm sure it's nothing more than that. You seem the spitting image of... righteousness (laughs)
1: you're pretty cute too I like your new friends detective Carter I almost called you doctor
5: you can call me doctor
1: I'm call you detective I prefer (laughs)
4: detectives you can call me both JJ finishes his cigarette and starts up another one bad guys bar that's open every night isn't it
1: (laughs) oh you know it honey they're almost always open You gotta be careful around there. They kind of run with a rough crew. So if we go there, we
4: better be happy to get our hands dirty. Well, if you want to put it that way, I didn't tell you to do so. It just sounds like they might have a tussle with us if we show up. People don't like the detectives poking around. That's true, but,
1: you know, Detective Carter has his ways. You know, Ivan the Ooze runs it. (laughs) sounds strangely punchable. Ivan the Ooze is a slippery peat. That's one way to put it, honey. But also, the pierogi posse runs around there, so you gotta watch out for them.
4: <laughs> oh, God. I'm <laughs> the bad guy, aren't you? Oh, God. Uh, is that a street, uh, a street local toughs? The pierogi boys?
1: Oh, yeah, the pierogi posse. Yeah, they're, they're a tough gang. They're young. You know, they're probably just a little bit misguided, but they get their nose in all kinds of things.
5: This this rose heart, does it have a special significance besides family heirloom? Perhaps some kind of mystical energy?
1: You know, since my father died, it's just... Sort of something that brought the family together. If you want to call that mystical, magical energy, then you go ahead, hon. But I call it just family.
3: Family packs up another cigarette and lights up another cigarette. There's a lot of cigarette smoking going on. <laughs> yeah.
1: uh, Ellie, is she smoking uh, from one of those long... Yeah, um, she has.
2: The, I can't remember what they're called either, but yeah, she does have... Thing. The
1: cigarette holders yeah. that are a little bit longer? Yeah. yeah.
2: Hers also is a... It's a periscopic one, too, so she can pull it in and out.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, oh my God.
2: Not to be outdone, Boomba lights up two cigarettes. Oh, wow. <laughs>
1: This room is full of fucking smoke. <laughs> There's in
2: four people and
3: five cigarettes.
2: <laughs> I, I would guess to say the room is probably only about like 20 feet by 20 feet at like maximum. Like it's more likely it's like a, a 15 by 15 foot office. Uh-huh.
3: So. The cube just filled with smoke. <laughs> yeah.
1: Elliot, the DM also lights up a cigarette. <laughs> <as>
3: <laughs> Giovanna,
4: Ivan runs the bad
3: guy's bar.
4: Who's down in charge in the docks?
1: Well, no one's really in charge of the docks. You know, it's just sort of the place where... It's a port entry into New Slate City, so, you know, there's a couple people with a lot of vested interests, but it's just sort of the place where, you know, goods come and go. They're traded. I would call it a very equally distributed business and mercantile
4: area.
0: Conspicuous cargo is what we're looking for.
4: So, does the law have the eye at the docks? Is there presence felt in New Slate City?
1: I don't know if the law... She kind of looks over at uh, Ash Carter again. I don't know if the law does much of anything here. What do you say, detective?
5: The law has given up on this city. The rats run this town. The rats run this town. Those cops are probably all so greased up they can't
0: even hold their money no more.
1: It's almost like it's bacon grease. You get the joke, honey?
5: No. Neither do I. (laughs) Giovanna, you will be jitterbugging before you know it, my dear. Well, I like and the, the heart sound of will that. Be returned. Well, I really appreciate it.
1: You boys want to know anything else?
5: Where will you be in case we need to find you for further information?
1: Well, detective, you know that I stay at my penthouse. You can stop by if you
5: like to. Do you have any more Winston cigarettes there?
1: Of course, I have some right now in my pocket. Do you need some? I'm
5: out, yes. Uh, she <laughs> hands
1: you two packs of cigarettes. So 40 cigarettes. Consider that Consider that not even a down payment, honey. Consider that just on me. You're a
5: forthright dame. What do I owe you? We'll take care of that later.
1: Will you, will you find my family heirloom?
5: What do you think, my two newly found compatriots? That heart will be ours than
4: yours.
0: I think you'll smoke those two packs of cigarettes in 40 minutes.
4: <laughs>
1: Boy, you all sure <laughs> like cigarettes. Doctor says they're
5: good for you. <laughs> they
1: did, the doctor did tell me that cigarettes are good for you. You are exactly right. Well, say, I gotta get going now, all right? I'm heading back to my penthouse. I gotta get my beauty sleep, all right? Stay dry. Thank you very much, JJ. You all have a good night.
4: Take care. The door closes, and JJ looks. She reminds me of the first woman who ever slapped my face. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what happened there? He looks off to,
3: to with a thousand yard stare and zones out. I hope you beat her with
5: a wooden rod. Oh my no! <laughs> <laughs> that is legal.
4: It is the 20s. <laughs> um, the Docks, the Bad Guys Bar, the Snakeway Alley, the Pivotal Pork. <laughs> pork. pork. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like some good places to start. She said you also knew the regular spots.
5: Ash, anything else to add before we hit the city? yes i am aware of the doctor in snakeway alley there has been a number of colloidal conundrums dealing with this far out doctor but i do find um both the docks as well as the bar do feel equally i don't know i
0: think if we squeeze information about the ruffians we'll probably get led to the docks
4: I'm sure they got a hand in it. I've always felt that the bar is not the best first stop. (laughs) Maybe the doctor in the alley. And then we go take a walk to the bar. See some ruffians. Squeeze it out of them.
5: Yes, I'm agreeing with
4: that, Mike. Snake way. Then some drinks. i like that. Tightens the loop on his coat of his trench that is
3: always closed absolutely the, the uh, drow takes a fedora and puts it on as he stands up tucks in his chair puts out the cigarette in the uh big kind of amber colored ashtray and uh, lights up another cigarette puts it in
2: as much as it is raining outside there are no umbrellas in this <laughs> office I, uh, uh, also the detective would know that to uh, get to snakeway alley would uh, it's a very far walk. This is a, a large city. You would have to hail a taxi.
1: Okay. Oh, excellent! Do you know why Detective Ash Carter does not have a car? He has no driver's license because he drunk and drove too many oh times. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's a down-and-out detective. Oh, brother. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, Boom, we'll stand up. All boys, let's get going. And then he'll look up at the sky and in his head will, he'll be thinking... You don't see a dame coming like that too often. (laughs) Something was suspicious about her, but I couldn't quite put my finger on it. (laughs) I'll be keeping an eye on her. And then (laughs) then he looks back down. Yeah, hell yeah. And just like stares into the abyss.
4: Pants else. JJ Peppers. (laughs) Yeah, we should hail a car. He looks up at the moon. I just didn't trust her. (laughs) 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 The night was just beginning. But I had a feeling it was all sorts of surprises coming our way. <laughs> Let's get a car. <laughs> <laughs> D-
1: Detective Ash Carter, do you have any internal narrative
3: that you want to get out of your blood right now? <laughs> I, think, I, I think I'm just kind of like looking at both of them. Let's go, Chowderheads. Uh, I do want mm. to add one quick thing. Mm-hmm. Ash Carter,
1: you can't help but think about her. And by her, I don't mean Giovanna. I mean her.
2: So we step outside. We head down the this, this small, narrow stairway of the second floor office building, Detective Ash Carter with your new compatriots. We find yourselves outside in I I don't know really what to call it. It's not a heavy rain. It's not a light rain. It's somewhere in the middle. But it's, it's definitely enough that if you stand too long, you're going to start to get soaked, but not immediately. Drizzle? A little more than a drizzle. A uh, but yeah, you, it can easily enough. This is a large city, almost on the scale of uh, uh, 1940s New York City. So you would be Good. able to. I was there already. Yes. Good. <laughs> yes. So, so you would be able to hail a taxi uh, very immediately. You know, takes a minute at most, especially because your office is on a semi major street. Uh, and so you make your way. You, you take the taxi.
5: Where to, boss? Yes, um, Snake Way Alley, Snake Way Alley, I know where that is.
4: All three of us light up a cigarette in the
5: back <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> He also already had three cigarettes lit for you all. <laughs> oh,
4: oh, if you got your own, I'll just smoke these. Well, I'll
0: take a second one. Here you go.
5: <laughs> one copper piece. My god, this is expensive. Hey, you know how things be going around here.
0: Oh, don't worry about it. Here's a gold.
2: Keep the change, filthy animal.
4: Oh,
1: wow. I'll drive real fucking fast for
4: you.
2: This taxi driver drives uncharacteristic, but characteristically would have driven this fast fucking anyway, way too fucking fast, (laughs) through the rain-slick streets of New Slate City. Uh, Eventually, you find your way into a a poorer northern neighborhood of the city, um, and the taxi begins to slow down to a stop and to the right side of the cab, uh, considering that we are using American street directions, uh, you see an alleyway. It's littered in filth, there's dumpsters everywhere. Um, It's a
4: rough area. Lots of shit's boarded up, y'all be careful.
0: (laughs) Don't worry, I'm ready for it, and he'll hold up his fingers in a gun motion and pretend to cock his hand. (laughs)
4: That's not a gun. That's your fingers. That's not a gun.
0: Oh, don't worry about it. It does some stuff.
4: Oh, whatever you say, brother. It is a bad part of town. Put gold on the dash. You wait around for ten minutes. We might need a quick get out. I'll wait around till the cows come home. I'll trust you on this one.
5: Appreciate you waiting.
0: Oh, I keep them so lit, that. and I'll hand him a pack of cigarettes.
4: <laughs> Thanks for the cigarettes. I could have used them. Those are my last three that I gave you. As so we exit the cab. I don't think he's going to wait. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> so you exit the cab and look down the alleyway from the poor, bad area of town that you're in. Uh, you see, yeah, again, it's, it's littered and trash. There's a, a couple of dumpsters overflowing with garbage. Uh, in the distance though you do see a, uh, a strange sign it just says uh, kind of plastered on the wall and uh, what do you call it like uh, it's peeling off the plaster peeling off but it'll say Doc S and you see a light above a doorway um, it's kind of a down like four stairs and the it's, light it's, is fl- flickering. It's, it's flickering <laughs> on and off and like at a very infrequent pattern like it's, it's definitely old and busted as fuck
4: a flickering light, it's like the soul of this town, goes in and out, changes by the second.
5: Have you been here before? Uh, I have um, I have seen this pharmacologist, yes.
4: Only in my nightmares have I been in this place before. He's not that bad.
3: Let's go. JJ Peppers is killing it. <laughs>
0: Boomer just like scratching
2: his head like,
3: what the fuck? (laughs) Walk on into the place with the peeling off sign.
2: Uh, It's uh, dark inside, very dingy. All of you have dark vision, correct? Except for JJ Peppers? Correct.
1: I do want to add, when you're going down those stairs, you can tell there wasn't a doorway. It's literally a hole. In a wall. Yes. Like, there was just a stairway down where the bricks were knocked out, and there is a hole underneath this uh, concrete skyscraper. Sick. It's just a hole in the wall with a flickering light where it said Doc S
4: this way. <laughs> JJ won't do anything to remedy his lack of vision except to hold out his lighter, which is like uncharacteristically bright in this noir setting.
2: Yes. And it's not its not like pitch black. It's visible. But it's just a dim light. Mm-hmm. Um, and as you head into the hole in the wall through these bricks, you can hear uh, all manner of uh, occasionally just just tools occasionally going off like a, vroom, vroom, vroom. like and just 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 the crunching of bones and other things. You hear a
1: saw. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and if you continue forward, if you would like to.
4: Where is
2: this doctor? So you continue into this yeah. hole in so the wall. Yes, it's, a, it's it's, it's a weird because it's, it's basically kind of like the sub, not a sub. It's like the garden-esque basement of a building, and there's no real hallway. But you can tell it, it goes back. There used to be a hallway there. And as you continue to kind of maneuver through uh, into this hole in the wall space, uh, you eventually come across an uh, open room. And you can see uh, a doctor there. Um, Do you have his description,
1: Absolutely. What you see is a hunched over white, dirty, dirty, dirty white doctor coat, right? And you can see from behind, he is a tiefling because there is a tiny forked tail. Forked tail? No. Could be forked or spaded. Spaded tail. That's what I'm going for. Thank you, Kratzmeyer. Uh, Spaded yeah. tail coming out <laughs> pretty good. Uh, you can guess his color, right? He is gray um, And you can see these two kind of like smaller horns coming out from the side And what you can see from the back that you all are looking at is that there is a normal like doctor's medallion on the top of the, his His uh, <laughs> like, hat right around and you can see This looks like the most back alley doctor's place that you could possibly walk into there is all kinds of icker and substances on the floor along with his, you know, pseudo-organized rack of tools and he's kind of hunching over and just muttering to himself as he's working on this mass of flesh before you.
2: Yes, and again, because it is black and white and grayscale, the ichor and substance substances splattered everywhere. It's very hard to tell unless you want to go and taste it or smell it. So.
3: Could be shit, could be blood, brother.
2: It's probably both.
3: Probably both. With all the ichor and substances everywhere, um, there's no sign of an obvious uh, rose heart, correct? Anywhere in the room? No, the MacGuffin of the entire <laughs> yeah. thing is not, not, not just sitting no, right it's not. in front of me. No, good question, Evan. Yeah, this is, it, why, this is why.
1: This is why you're try. the detective. Yeah. There we go. Yeah.
4: We're uh, <laughs> yeah. Roll looking. a
1: perception check. No.
4: <laughs> <laughs> we're looking for the doctor. Oh, I'm, I'm, uh, uh,
2: it's, it's, excuse, excuse me, I'm busy right now.
4: Well, unbusy yourself. We need a word.
2: If you, if you, if you please, just please leave me alone. I, I have to complete my pr- procedure before dawn. Well, I'm not going to lie. It doesn't look like you know what you're doing. If, you, if you, you, what, 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 what do you want? He's busy still. He's hunched over and working on this thing while he's talking. He's obviously very distracted.
4: As we're having this conversation, maybe we move a little bit further, further forward, and JJ will start walking in a semicircle to get a better view of what he's actually doing, what he's actually operating on.
2: Uh, he seems to be as you do that. He is very apparently no checks required. Uh, putting together a humanoid mass of flesh, cutting body
1: parts up, stapling it back together. Uh, he's. But in ways that you don't want to think. Yeah. Where you think that there would be a leg, there's a series of intestines. uh, And also you see that he has tiny glasses on. Yes,
2: he does have tiny glasses on.
4: Yes, you look very busy, and it must be completed by dawn.
0: Hey, here's an idea. How about I jump on? I'll take care of this. You talk to the boys, huh? Would you uh, like to help me? I'm already pulling out of
2: Tinker's tools and everything and putting them on
0: the table. Yes.
2: Uh, You may help him complete the procedures he's doing to try to create a flesh golem. That's fine. Uh, What skills would you like to do? How how would you like to help him out?
1: Describe how you make a fucking freak Frankenstein monster.
0: Well, probably the things that uh, he's attaching with are pitiful. It's the poor place. I'll be using uh, my tinkering ability to manifest... uh, basically things I can combine the parts that he has laid out and make it a firmer uh, connection with uh, using bits of metal and such rather than just skin and flesh. Okay. Does
2: uh, anyone else want to help out with this?
4: <laughs> now that you have a second hand on, while you two work you can answer questions from me and Ash. <laughs> so no, we will not I will not at least help in the creation of the flesh golem, but just uh, investigate while they do it.
2: Alright, um Boombo. Would you? What what skills are you using? Are you proficient in medicine, Arcana? Um, how would you? How would you? Use? I am in an Arcana and Tinker's Tools. Okay.
1: Roll a check with that.
2: Yeah, roll Tinker's Tools up proficiency and either your decks are in. Seventeen.
1: <laughs>
4: I because right, you said the DC at seventeen, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was it, we have it on the dock as a seventeen med check or whatever they want to use, <laughs> and he hit a seventeen with his tinkerer's tools.
4: Freak doctor!
2: <laughs> All right, you have uh, you and the doctor spend some time. I'd say maybe like five ten minutes. Probably more like ten minutes, like completing his strange creation. Um, because you made a successful check, uh, unfortunately, it does not uh, appear to come to life or be uh, working, um, Doctor. Shit, 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 shit. Thank you, though. So, I'm, I'm, so, 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 what, so, what, 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 did you, did you? Uh, when if you have a bullet wound? Did you, did you, need, did you need medicine? a c- c-
4: c- s- skein. It's no injury. Also, oh, did you just say skein? Some
0: bumba! Loosens his tie a little bit more, starts sweating a little bit, lights
2: a cigarette.
4: <laughs> bumba. Business fast Oh, it's not the time, not the time. Not injury, but information is why we're here,
2: Doctor. But, Dr. Schreiber, the, the, the snake alleyway, you know, all hands on deck, I'm, I'm here for, for anyone and everyone that can't afford for, 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 for real healthcare. Uh, which, what do you think I could offer you?
4: There's been some rumors running around town. An old stolen artifact is back on the streets. We need information on where it is, where it might be, who might have taken it.
2: So, you've, uh, r- r- rumors? What, what kind of rumors have you heard?
4: The, the rose heart. Returns oh, 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 the
2: Oh, this is many mini many, many Things about You know I, should, I probably shouldn't get involved you should, you, should, you, should, you should leave now I cast second level of
4: Zone of Truth on us what, what does that look like? JJ will Open his trench coat slightly Whoa r- Reach in <laughs> To uh, the inside of it And pull out a small saxophone And we'll play a little Thank you, Post for editing it. <laughs> <laughs> and then he will say Oh doctor Doctor, tell us again. Let's hear it from the top.
1: The I thought you would pull up. a lighter and you're you're gonna make me put a sax solo in there. Luckily Elliot plays a very good saxophone.
2: Oh. See what do you want to know again?
4: Tell it all and tell it true, my friend here, and I'll point the boomba. We'll make mincemeat out of you, if just like this flesh in front of you.
0: If you want me to bring this thing alive, I can do it for you. you just <makes noise> <to> speak true.
2: <laughs> Ruby Rose heart. It's a. a yes. r- r- Rumoured. Uh, it's a. The. the, the, the ro- rose. It's. It's crystalline. It's a colour. It's not. It's not. It's not from. What here. do you
4: mean? A color? This spell means you have to tell the truth. <laughs> th- He's telling uh, the uh, truth. Uh, it is a color. It's.
5: The rose heart was a color. Since then, I had not seen that in anyone but her. Once again, her against my mind. Could the rose heart and her be intertwined in some way? It's a. It's
2: f- 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 It's. But. All, all I've heard is it, 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 it can control it can control uh, uh, na- nature itself if if if, if the proper pro- proper rituals are enacted.
4: We heard it was taken long ago and resurfaced in the city. Do you know who has talked of it? Where it's been talked about? Did it?
2: The, the p- 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 pierogi posse
4: <laughs> <laughs> those street toughs how are they wrapped up in this
2: four f- f- four four five a little bit more than three three I, I don't I don't know more than that I just you know I in my line of work you just you just, just hear things when you're just you're pulling pulling bullets out of people and sewing them back together. You just hear
1: things. The flesh golem farts.
2: (laughs) Does he react (laughs) like (laughs) That's
4: That's
2: that's all I've really got, I think.
4: You don't know of the rituals that was said to be done to the Rose Heart. Just
2: just rumors. I try to to stay out of that business. You know, if they come, if they come my way, I tell them to keep quiet.
4: You know what I like about you. What I like about you is your rock bottom. I wouldn't expect you to understand this, but it's a great comfort to know someone cannot sink any lower. The, 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 thank you, young man. <laughs> <laughs> He's all yours, boys. And JJ walks out and smokes a cigarette, looking out. Of the doctor's office
0: Is he wearing one of the uh, Circle things on his head The metal circle thing
4: yeah. What the fuck do you th- Yes of yeah. course yeah, It
0: was like the second line Of his description yeah, <laughs> oh, sure. yeah. I will uh, I will uh, uh, Artificer, and infuse it To have a little bright Five foot light on it So he can work better uh, th- th- Thank you Yeah it's, no problem
2: uh, he, 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 He'll all be going there Nice I can get back, get back to work
0: Oh, absolutely. We'll be getting out of your hair. Thank you so much.
5: Mad Doctor, you are doing a fine service to the citizens of Slate.
2: Just do do what I can.
1: And as the flesh golem begins to come alive, uh, Doc S picks up a big hammer and smashes its brains and kills it once again and gets back to work. What?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'll join JJ Peppers outside. And I'll put a second artificer artificer infusion outside of his door that says hack job. And just put it right above his hole in the wall. And it's like a little neon sign glowing.
2: That's two infusions you've used on this man?
1: (laughs) Yep. Okay. (laughs) And as you all go outside and look for your taxi, the taxi is gone. And the hard rain pours
4: like bullets upon pavement. You can't depend on anyone in this city.